is Show Notes, the podcast for performance with Emily Edmonds. Friends, 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 here we are. Diving into our, I guess, kind of first episode proper of season two with our first guest. And who could it be other than the wonderful Monica O'Brien, you know, who was a regular feature of uh, season one. And I would say, you know, really uh, part of the heart of the podcast so far. So Monica is joining us uh, for a chat all about reintegrating, um, processing what has been going on, I guess, for us as artists in the artistic landscape in the last year, year and a half, two years of the pandemic. Uh, I'm not going to say a whole heap. I'm just going to jump straight in because we really, we get straight into it. And there's, there's just so much juicy, amazing conversation um, that is really kind of like heartening. And it certainly made me feel very seen, heard, understood, uh, to have this conversation. And yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna jump straight into it because it's so fantastic. So we have the wonderful Monica O'Brien talking about reintegrating and hilariously, uh, we recorded this podcast a few months ago now, and then I didn't move ahead with releasing it at that time. It wasn't quite right. Um, for a number of reasons that I discuss in the intro episode, like processing, what is it about as an artist, blah, blah, blah. But also it was just before the kind of big wave of Omicron. So here we were, and I was thinking, oh, wow, stuff's starting to happen, reintegrating, working again. And then we had this kind of big wave um, hit us and a whole bunch more cancellations and stuff, uh, at least where I was and in the jobs that I was doing. So uh, I just mentioned that kind of by way of saying that, we never really know what's coming next, do we? And we're all just kind of, uh, I guess, inventing it as we go. Um, but gosh, I've just been listening to what, you know, Monica and I recorded a couple of months ago, and it is more true now than ever, which is pretty darn crazy. So enjoy this episode with Monica O'Brien, all about reintegrating and remembering, really. Monica, what a joy to have you back. Yay! Well, I'm I say, excited. yeah, me too. I say have you back, but I think just have us all back, have the world back, have, um, you know, just, yeah, have it all back. Um, <laughs> where do we begin? I mean, we sort of talked today about, um, you know, said that what we talk about today is this idea of like, how do we integrate what has happened in the last. I don't know, years since we've kind of chatted on this podcast. Um, yeah, I just, I, I sort of, I feel like what my headspace is now is kind of a, a representation of maybe how we all kind of feel in general and artistically, which is like, I sort of don't even know where to begin. Like, I, I don't know what to begin saying or where to start talking about the arts or what it means to be an artist. And like, it's part of the reason why it's sort of, 
you know, this these chats have just been on pause for so long because I think what so many of us are feeling is the landscape has just changed beyond all recognition and um, we've kind of been coping with, I guess, cancellations and postponements and, you know, having to have kind of side hustles multiple that we maybe didn't have to have before um, or just our lives looking completely different. So where do we start, Mon? Where do we start? Look, I, yeah, I, I, I think that the place to, to start is to remember and to remember that at the end of the day, you're an artist. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, you're in your core sense of yourself. It's about your art and it's about the expression of your art or your creativity is probably a better word to use. And not to forget that because we all know that for an artist, for a creative, if you're not creating in some way, if you're not nurturing and feeding that part of your your soul or yourself, then you're not really going to be healthy and happy and vibrant in the world. And this has been the problem, you see, I think in the last, you know, 18 months or so when our worlds have been tipped upside down through an external threat that we've, like, struggling to find our centre. And so, you know, when I sort of think about, gosh, you know, what now and coming home to ourselves or whatever terminology we need to you know, or we might want to contemplate, I think it really comes down to the fact of remembering that that we're an artist, we artists, we're creators. And, you know, in that space of creativity, anything is possible. Mm. That's what creativity is about. Absolutely anything is possible when we're, you know, we're centred, we're quiet, we're able to enter into that into that connection with our deepest self, which is our creative soul, I believe. Oh, that's so beautiful. I feel quite emotional hearing that because I think, I mean, so much of that resonates with me. All of that resonates with me. But, you know, I've just jotted down a few things here. The first of which is this idea of, um, like, I've just wrote down the word forget. Like, I feel like there have been lots of various moments, whether short or long, lots of instances where I feel like I have forgotten that or I feel like it's been you know I've told myself it's a real luxury and it's a real um you know I think I've just talked it down to myself being like well why would arts be important right now and everyone's just trying to survive and you know like I think I've forgotten what I really believe in in the world at times and like the idea of well what as humanity as humanity do we fight for and what is meaningful to us and you know I think I've forgotten in so many ways, you know? Yeah, and I think I think when the point of reference changes, mm. you know, so it's 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 really good to be able to be in the art and, you know, be present as a dancer or a singer or a potter or whatever you're doing. Um, but, you know, when that, that referent point, which is audiences or gigs or, you know, platforms or concert halls or mm. whatever exhibitions when that when that is no longer there how do I find myself in this you know how do I how do I calibrate um my 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 sense how do I remember and it is really easy in that space to forget the greater you know the greater calling or the greater desire or the greater you know when you think about it what do we really want to spend our heartbeats on Mm. you know it's for a creative they have to spend their heartbeats in that space of creating 
Absolutely. I really want to talk more about this idea of, yeah, finding your center and remembering. Someone said to me once this idea of remembering that you are remembering, like you are bringing back together these pieces of yourself. I think that's so beautiful. Um, But yeah, I want to come back to that. I'd love to just spend a little more time in this idea of like forgetting. You work with a whole bunch of creatives um, from so many different areas. How do you see that showing up for people? So to kind of, in a, in a in a way, dwell in the darkness for a little while, because I think, you know, we have often like in the last year kind of been living in that dark space. And I just want people to maybe feel recognized or seen or heard. Like what are some of the ways that that forgetting shows up for people? It's a really good question. And I think the one that really comes to mind straight up is this sense of overwhelm and deep sadness mm. you know there's a there's a sadness that that is present in people who are unable to express themselves creatively in the ways that they're used to expressing themselves yeah. so you know a lot of my clients who've come during this time have said you know i feel lost i feel overwhelmed i feel stuck um, I, I feel I've lost my mojo. I've, I'm not motivated to try something different. And I think they've come out of, you know, they've come out of a shock. Mm. You know, the whole, like when, when COVID, for example, started, people I just think had no clue about the gravity of uh, and the impact that something like this would happen. Yeah. Would have, I mean, on on say entertainment and the arts and creativity in general so for anyone that's a performing artist or a visual artist who now the channels are not there for that work to be brought to the world people have changed they've had to really in many ways if they've continued to do their art they've had to reinvent that and that's Mm. that's really overwhelming and so they've not only had to stick with their own art or their own you know, sort of genre or whatever they work in, they've now had to learn a lot of other skills, whether it be in the in the online space or, you know, finding new, well, usually in the online space, in the technical space. And some people are just super uncomfortable in that space and understandably, I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, and, me too. <laughs> you know, and so it's like they don't see that as a creative thing. Yeah. Um, they just see it as a burden, as troublesome, as something that could really bring them down. So it's very easy to forget it's easy to forget that that, that the core uh, the core expression um, can be lost in the confusion and in the overwhelm of trying to find a new way to bring the work to the public. Mm. So I think that's a really big one. And the other one, as I mentioned a little earlier, is this sadness. I think there's just a, a shock and a sadness around that. And I think we need to really acknowledge that, you know, to be okay with those feelings and to say, you know what, this is this is meaningful for me and these feelings and these emotions are valid and I'm okay to wallow a tad here. Mm, <laughs> you know? Totally. You know, if you think about, like, I just think we all, any creators, they just need to join a Premier Football League and we're all okay. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> say more, say more. Well, you know. There's just so many allowances made for oh, yes. athletes and, you know, for, oh, for footy, footy clubs. And, I know, you know all of those people in the stadiums just, and I know. It's so frustrating. It is because wild. It doesn't matter what we look at, whether it's support that 
certain governments may be giving to certain industries within um, within society. It seems like, you know, the arts still, we have a lot of advocacy to do, honestly. Yeah. Where do people go in this time? They go to Netflix. They go to their, you know, podcasts. They go Completely. to music. Yeah. They, you know, arts are, are central. They read books. Yeah. They can, arts are central to our survival at this time and always, by the way, but mm. more so now. And where is it on the, on the priority list with support? Oh, totally. Terribly high up. And even in our own minds, like as I said before, it's, it's very easy as an essentially isolated freelance artist to be thinking in your own mind in my own mind well come on what's really the value of this I'm just you know all of that crappy talk that I think is really probably just you know whether it's the crappy voice in my head or society's perspective or you know your whatever your great auntie's you know perspective of when you're getting a real job which I mean I don't have by the way but you know just kind of various people's voices and perspectives in your head like they creep in at this time and I think part Absolutely. of it is we're feeling that in ourselves we're letting this inner voice run wild and then we're sort of seeing that reflected in the outer world and like you know I, I fully get that there's you know places that resources need to go and things that need to be done but you know I saw an article the other day about Australian arts funding and, and someone said look xyz this is a really easy win and we need easy wins right now like you know I get that exactly. money is not infinite and government spending and blah 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 whatever but it's like this idea of you know I, I just think that really hit the nail on the head of like this is this would be an easy win and when you look at kind of I mean I could go on about this forever but when you look at kind of the financial um kind of economic implications of what the arts brings to various countries various cities you know there is a massive impact um so we're not just kind of talking airy fairy the value no. of art here like um you know which by the way i really value but yeah i think you know point being is that it kind of there can be these voices in our head sort of echoed by what we see or may perceive in society and you know i i think it can be this tricky place to be in our head where we're the first people to say well how could i possibly spend time doing this right now because what does it all mean you know I, I, you know, I've, I've had this conversation, similar conversation with, with my clients and one of the things that I recommend that they do, that they go and they look at their, their work, they listen to their, their singing, they read their book, they look at the pieces of pottery that they have created perhaps mm. because it's really important to stay connected with, yeah. with, the, with the evidence. Yes, <laughs> you know? I know exactly what you mean actually, yeah. You know, if you if you you've sung, you're a singer, and you know if you if you've sung something and you've, you know, it might have been last year, or you know, you might have had a pocket somewhere in the middle of this crazy place where you've been able to perform, mm. and you've got some record of it. It it must feel like, oh, okay, now I'm reconnecting. Oh, okay, that's right. I'm remembering me. Oh my god, that's I know right. exactly that's what right. you mean. Singer. And, yeah. you know, and even the, if you're collaborating with somebody else in that space, it's so important to stay connected yeah. to your own to your own ex, uh, expression yes. as well as staying connected with um, you know, with other people's expression, but really important to remember your own gift and your own talent in this time I, I believe yeah that honestly makes so much sense because I think about the times in the last year or even you know times in the past where I've you know had time off for illness or whatever and I've I've sort of 
naturally wanted to do that to say like oh wow look like I am a singer and this is what I do and you know I I, um have heard a few colleagues saying similar things of this idea of going oh I never realized like how cool this is like I was singing in French at a German opera house or like I I had this exhibition on here or you know it's kind of this this weird place of like we're half in our heads telling ourselves this is all nonsense and stop playing and you know maybe you should consider becoming an accountant and then you know on on the other hand well you know often so many of us are going oh my gosh I didn't realize how cool this is or like this is my art from the outside or when I've been inside it um I've kind of you know as we all do we kind of want to nitpick and say cool and this is the next move and this is how I want to improve and but kind of having that time to step back I really love that idea of just acknowledging and coming back to remembering well this is the work I've created and for me there's a real sense of like pride and joy and surprise in that to kind of see like oh what I'm a singer this is wild you know yeah that's not I'm not too bad you know it's it's like it gives context yeah because the context has been taken away yes and so so that's why it's really important to and you know when you were speaking of remembering coming back you know there are parts of us parts of our being that have been taken or stolen or we've given it away or whatever in this time Mm. and so you know if we can bring those parts of us you know the parts that can make it back you know let's let's bring them and be okay with the parts that are still sort of struggling to get out of bed or the parts of us that are that's okay you know it's part of the journey you know we don't need to be whole the whole time you know as long as we're just acknowledging the parts that can make it back and the parts that are making it back and those some might be running and some of the parts of us might be really reluctant and hiding under the sheets it doesn't matter you know the fact is that we're alive and we're thinking and we're moving and we're you know we're being we're we're just waking up i think to whole new things you know when you sort of said oh you know you made some reference to an accountant what (laughs) is interesting about the flip side of this is that there are accountants and marketing people and teachers and people who have been in those professions that are that in some of those cases too that have you know, really been suffering as a part of this pandemic mm-hmm. and they have found their creativity. Yeah, that's so, so true. You know, which, is, which is really interesting. It's a some lifeline them, for us as humans. Yeah, it's like they've said, oh, you know, I've wanted to, I've wanted to sing for so long and, yeah. you know, I'm a lawyer or I'm an accountant or yeah. I'm a teacher or I'm a mom or, you know, a dad or whatever and I've been raising kids and, and I just have this space now and I've really found one of these parts of myself that is my creativity so you know we can look at this pandemic and you know get all sort of upset about it and there are real pains in it so I don't mean to discount that in any way but there's also the flip side of that has been the darkness that people have been feeling and that disconnection that that has come through being in a sense disenfranchised from the core of what we do Mm. but has also been an incredible wake up it's been an incredible opportunity to do things differently to extend you know certain talent I mean I know people that would never dream of doing something online like performing online or running a workshop online or you know and they've been forced to do it because you know they they didn't have an income and you know they're flying in those spaces now so it's it's really extraordinary how 
you know, the whole thing about hardship or struggle can, it's like, you know, rising out of the ashes, you know, the phoenix rising from the ashes or... Totally. You know, there's a lot of very symbolic um, truths and and pluses that have come out of this as well. Yeah, and I just want to um, highlight something that you said a few moments ago that I'd written down that was so moving for me because... You know, hearing about all those kind of success stories and people that have really kind of shifted their practice and, um, you know, that's so inspiring. I also want to speak to the person listening or people listening that might be thinking, yeah, well, I feel like I'm still dismembered, like I'm not remembered yet. And I just like I love what you said of this idea that like you you don't need to be I forget how you said it, but you don't need to be whole. Like for me, it's that you don't need to have all the pieces back together to be able to create. And honestly, I think sometimes experiences change us so much that the pieces aren't the same, you know, and the pieces maybe don't come back together. And we always have a part of us that is left to loss or to grief or is is changed. And I think it's like, um, you know, it's like that beautiful kind of tradition of broken bowls being mended with gold. Like it's just the image I have yeah, in my mind. It really is. Yeah, and I just feel like sometimes, I don't know, I think we're maybe sold the idea that like we need to be happy or peaceful or like meditating yoga gurus to live our best life. And I just think yeah. sometimes, if not all the time, it's not about living our best lives. It's about just living. And as you say, it's yeah. like getting up and breathing and whether it's the small wins or the big wins and whether today is, you know, a day that we we feel like there are lots of pieces there to play or, you know, we just feel like we've managed to just have one piece of, you know, our heart in place. Like I just think it's – I just sort of want to highlight that because I just felt really moved by that. And um, Yeah. Well, you know, we've been told since today dot generally – you know, or society often sort of we get that message, particularly as creatives, that we're not enough. Yeah. And my that God. we should be doing something else or, you know, we, we won't be able to make a living. All the all of those beliefs that, that are gifted to us, not the, not the best gifts, by the way, so but they are gifted to us. <laughs> and that we perpetuate, I think. <laughs> At least I do. Well, that's yeah. right. You know, and and so these, these sort of challenges can that this time can really sort of cement that further down yeah. in, in our psyche. So we, I think, you know, the ways to to look at that and to address that is to just to, to, to remember that we are enough and to remember that, um, you know, it's okay not to, it's okay not to have it all together at this, at this time. It's, it's, I really do get annoyed with social media that sort of pre- presents that, you know, that sort of very achieving-oriented yeah. framework that we have to be achieving, achieving, achieving. You know what? Sometimes people in the creative world are just, they're just bloody tired. Yeah, <laughs> you know, totally. Like, seriously. <laughs> you know, and they just need a break. And so, you know, it doesn't matter if the break has to be a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. for sure. Because <laughs> yeah. the thing about creativity, honestly, the thing about creativity, it can't be held back. Yeah. It really can't. I mean, a true creative will know that. A, cr- a true creative knows when they're suffocating in a job they hate. Yeah. You know, a true creative will know when they're, they're, 
they're distracting themselves or procrastination is sitting on their back when they really want to do something but fear is holding them back. A true creative knows that. Mm. Create, creativity just has an energy and a power all of its own. And I guess the answer or the, you know, the offering here is to say, wow, well, how do I access that? And, and accessing it first and foremost is about being aware and acknowledging and embracing the fact that you know, I'm a creative being and I'm at my best when I'm in a creative frame of mind, when my soul is nurtured, when I'm held in that space. And who has to hold me? I have to be the first to hold me. And then I can draw people around me and, you know, get support and encouragement from others. But this is why I bang on about presencing as being just so critical to anything really yeah. <laughs> you know any of life's challenges if we can be awake in the moment feel the pain and feel the struggle i'm not saying you know let's smile and move on uh, but i am saying it's if we have that choice between being constricted and reactionary <clears throat> excuse me and you know recoiling about something or we've got the choice to be open and present and connected and both of them we can still feel but gosh i know which one works better for me yeah, absolutely. And I think I want to hear more about how we kind of how we find that center and how we um, kind of presence. And also to say, I love that that idea of acknowledging. So acknowledging the spectrum of where you are today, the good, the bad, you know, where do we move to from here? Like, I just think it's so powerful because I think there's been a lot of um, just talking to like talking to friends and colleagues, like this idea of just like, sort of suppressing or repressing or just pushing away like gee i'm disappointed my fifth contract got cancelled or whatever because we just think oh well you know it's it is what it is and it's not and i just think this idea of just saying like i acknowledge that feeling i acknowledge the disappointment i acknowledge the hope i acknowledge the need to create like they all can have space and i think that's like seems so crucial to the next step which is like giving space to the creativity for me it's like okay i need to give space to what i'm feeling and that's good Mm. bad in between whatever exactly oh i totally agree with that Mm. it's uh, you know i often speak um and you you'll be familiar with this too and in in the course that i ran earlier in the year about Mm. unleashing your creative genius one of the one of the things that that we really can learn to do and grow in is to you know welcome our obstacles and our blocks not Mm. to be trying to fix them or move them away because they they in and of themselves have a lot of power and healing it just it says to us you know when i'm feeling something deeply or you know there's a block of fear or something getting in my way you know to not try and maneuver that out of the way or reframe it you know, as we're often taught to do, but to just really look at it and to think, wow, you know, something's waking up here. Something's waking up, something's stirring, something's wanting to be healed. It's really powerful. I love that. Yeah, and something else that you'd said in that as well was, um, oh, you said at the time something is waiting to be born, and I loved that idea, like something is, yeah, something is waking up, ready to be born, Mm. like, this idea of something is stirring. I, I just love that. Yeah. Like instead of us trying to go, oh, I feel a bit off. Let me just smush it down or whatever. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah, that's really powerful. I love that. Yeah. So how and do you, we, have, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, to have some sort of, to you know, first and foremost, just to be curious about it. Yeah. You know, just be curious about what the feeling or the thoughts or the, 
you know, what you're experiencing, just to hold it, hold it gracefully and with honour, you know, knowing that something, this is a good thing. It may yeah. feel pretty crappy, <laughs> but it's actually, it actually has potential to be incredibly, well, really to transform. And yeah. that's, that's so, so be curious about those things is, is, um, is a great way to work, move through them. Yeah, I love that. And then from there, it's sort of, I guess, like, what is my question? How do we, I guess, in a practical sense, like, where do we go from there? Like, how do we find our center? How do we remember? How do we find that calm, presenced, quiet place? Yeah, look, I, I think it's a, I think it's an, our life's journey. Um, mm. I, I, I don't think there's a specific formula. I think mm. we have to find our own way. I do know that for me personally, having personal space alone is very important. And that may mean, you know, I know when I was a busy mum, that was like having a bath. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, we don't have to be sort of sitting cross-legged and, you know, doing hours of meditation, mind you, if you can, fabulous. <laughs> but, you know, in the real world, that was not practical, um, particularly when my children were younger and I was running a business and what have you. But, you know, to find time for that, to be intentional yeah. about the space that we have without phones, without distraction and just sit and, you know, feel the breeze on our skin, touch the earth, you know, get back to nature. I mean, you know, creativity is about about authenticity and we can't be authentic. We can't be any of that, I don't believe, unless we are in touch with ourselves. It's that homecoming that we spoke of a little bit earlier, letting those parts of us that, that are able to make it yeah. <laughs> today, you know, because other parts might make it tomorrow that <laughs> haven't made it today and, you know, whatever. It's okay. It's all good. Um, but to be to have that time alone without judgment, just sitting and sitting, it might be just for two or three minutes, but to make it a daily practice is something that I've done for decades. And I can tell you now, it really is the life-changing piece. There's no magic here. It's just having time, having space, breathing in that space, being aware, you know, looking at the leaves, feeling the breeze, um, you know, just acknowledging not without judgment where I'm at. And it, and then that grows into a – it's being intentional about the way we live. Yeah. It really is. For sure, for sure. And I think it's um, something that I was going to say that sort of feels like it's a little bit been taken away, but I don't know if that's the right word. But, you know, we've all been in various states of lockdown or, you know, kind of being in our houses or restricted. And, like, for a lot of people that means a lot of people around all the time. And, you know, I acknowledge for some people it might mean that it's just very lonely and it's themselves in their house. But also, you know, there's there's people – for whom, you know, it is true that they have no personal space anymore, you know, and or we're just kind of acclimatised to sort of being in each other's personal space all the time. Um, and I think that can be, yeah, I don't know, I think that could be really potent for a lot of people um, if it's you know, I, if it I hard agree. to get and that space. And that comes down to a real boundaries thing and an honouring of self too. Yeah. Um, you know, like... I, I don't believe anyone can't find three minutes to themselves in a yeah. day. I just do not believe that. Totally. Um, you know, even if it is I'm on the loo, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, my gosh, I'm going to make this loo visit the best meditation I've ever done. Longest. You know, the best time, yeah. whatever. But, you know, to even even sort of 
like a lot of people are participating in, you know, however long they can do exercise for, but they take their phones or they go with someone else. And that's great. And I'm not saying don't do that. But, you know, what would it be? How would it be if if today I actually decided to leave my phone at home and I just simply observed and I walked a tad slower and I... You know, I just breathed and I just got in touch again. You know, because mm. it is, it's just, we're trying to get away from the disconnection. I mean, you're dead right. I mean, there's people who are doing homeschooling. They're, they're juggling, you know, many people in the home that use, maybe go out to work or school or whatever. And it can be very, very confronting. I mean, we know that. We know the whole mental health stuff has been huge mm. for a lot of people. So, yeah, I, I, I just think... Um, I just think it's it's we've got to find ways that work for us. That's yeah. that's really where it's at. Yeah, I know. Maybe you're saying uh, in one of our chats previously, this idea of like when you have a shower, you sort of step in and you have the yeah. golden, you know, light coming down, or somehow you described it. I just yeah. thought that was beautiful because you know we have a shower in the day, so you know, exactly. locks the door. Just imagine you beautiful, happy place, and yeah, I just that's think nice. that's so nice. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, you know, before we finish up, is there anything that you feel sort of desperate to say on this on this topic? <laughs> Look, not really, except to just, I guess, to remind people that it's okay to feel how you feel. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with feelings, and um, but it's the frame of mind, it's the position that you bring to those feelings that makes the difference. I can come in what we call the crash state, which is a state of, you know, constriction and reactionary and all of that stuff or I can come with that really open present connected state of mind the feeling is still there but the way in which I'm now relating to the feelings or the experiences or what's happening in my world is looking a lot brighter and I'm feeling a lot more I guess centered if I can if I can move out of crash into into that more present and open state and the other thing is you know this too will pass yeah. <laughs> and um, you know we're, we're coming out I think the world is coming out of of this time with with new eyes and I just want to say you know it's going to be okay we you know we are resilient creatives are incredibly resilient yeah and so you know I'm, I'm hopeful without discounting the challenges but I am really hopeful and together it is going to, you know, we need advocacy. We need to have, we need to have boundaries in place. But, but, you know, we, we really need to embrace this creativity as a, an amazing opportunity to, to see things and do things differently. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And all from that place of kind of saying, right, where am I at now? Mm. What do I need in order to nurture and see and support myself? And then when I'm in a place where that feels kind of a little more integrated, give or take, then yeah. where does the creativity start to flow again? And where does that, where does that take me? Where does that lead me? Um, mm. Spaces within myself, my own creativity, as well as my community and my industry, you know, which we'll talk about in future as well. Um, thank you, Mon. You're a oh, wonder. Thank you. <laughs> you too. Thanks so much, Em. My pleasure. Really great to reconnect. Yeah.
Well, I hope that you enjoyed that episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. It was really moving to record and to speak about those things, you know, that have been sitting in my heart and sitting in all our hearts um, over the last year and to begin to kind of come home to ourselves to sort of reintegrate and yeah to just to find our sense of self within the midst of the last year year and a half two years <laughs> long time uh as always uh it'd be awesome if you could uh subscribe on your favorite podcast channel uh give us a five-star review uh, it really helps people like you to find us on that note please do share with friends whether you text it to them or um you know, send them a link or share it on social media. It means so much. And again, it just, it helps our episodes, you know, find people who uh, will feel comfort and joy and connection from them, uh, hopefully as much as you do. Uh, do also find us on Instagram at show notes, the podcast, and you can always email me at hello at show notes, the podcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. It's great to have you back.